wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Plop us a follow on Spotify or if you really, really like us, toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And so with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. Recovering. Yeah. It's been a freaking week, everybody. <laughs> you got the stomach bug. Yeah. I usually, every other year as a kid person that has worked with kids mm-hmm. every other year i seem to get it and i haven't for a while granted because of the global condition that we're all going through sure um but man it kicked my ass real <laughs> bad uh fun, fun. i was gonna tell you before we started recording but yeah. i just for you know just for fun just for funsies sure because i haven't eaten until today i was sick sunday night monday yeah uh, I was like, you know what? Let's just see what my weight is. Let's just see. How much weight did you drop? I lost like 21 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, think. whoa. You got to think of all the water you've retained. Exactly. exactly. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was not a not a good good time. But Honestly, hey, though, here. it's a great that's a great way to start off. the. the you oh, know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Use the sickness. That's totally healthy, right? Sure. <laughs> and now, for what I've been told, you just eat salads from here on out. Yeah. You're going to be fine. I'm going to be that, that person that is like... Um, like the Jake Gyllenhaal movie Nightcrawler, when he's like purposely going after like horrific scenes on the news. Yeah, I'm going to follow where the next stomach bug <laughs> outbreak is and continually get sick, and I'll lose all the weight there. That's how I'm going to do it. Your mother's <laughs> like, Kyle, where are you going? I heard there's an Ebola outbreak yeah. in the Chipotle down the street. <laughs> Ashley in the two districts over. She went home sick. I gotta go knock on her door. <laughs> Hold on. We're gonna get the stomach bug. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Kyle, you know what the coolest thing about this week? Sorry. (laughs) Mama, going for Beach Bot. Um, It's December. No. Spotify has done their wrapped for the year thing. Mm -hmm. Um, First off, in November, which was weird. Very weird. Really, we're just going to forget that December exists. Do they know something that we don't about December? (laughs) Right? They're like, listen, we just want to go home for the holidays. But no, um... We've been seeing so many people come up with, hey, look at who's our number one podcast we've been listening to on Spotify, which is us. And I just want to say thank you all so much for those lovely, lovely posts. And just for my ego, Mm -hmm. keep them coming. Yeah. Even just duplicate. Even if it's the same person, you can flood me a little bit with it because it gives me life. Hey, you, you know what? You know what? This is me being petty. But you know what? I'm tired. You know, you can also tag me in those. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, you can remember you know, to tag fine. Kyle in there. Yeah, too, from time to time. It, um, it, as as hard as it is to believe, mm-hmm. I'm also the other voice on this show. No, uh, actually, <laughs> it's not Joe Joe doing a different voice and just I, talking to himself for the or is it? I don't know. Uh, exactly, that's I, a conspiracy theory that's been running around that it's just me. That's voices. me being petty. That's me, <laughs> me being petty. I appreciate all the love. Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been terrific. So again, keep them coming. Um, also, it's just a way to open up the show. We got a question from Jedi Master Ren that says, "All right, 
Mr. K bit. Wait, bad step. Ooh, Wait, bad step. I like. That. I confused myself. Anyways, with the Game Awards around the corner, do you see PlayStation utilizing the stage for a big, crazy uh, announcement? Obviously, not the like a console launch or anything crazy that Xbox did. I'm thinking more along the lines of rival before between beloved series or revival. A revival, sorry, of beloved series. Uh, Kyle, uh, we have a question similar as we get into the main topic of the show, but mm-hmm. do you think that PlayStation's actually going to use this stage to say something important? Yes. Like, as important as, like, because Xbox used that stage, what was it, two years ago at this point? Wow. Uh, oh, to reveal for the Series X. The yeah. Series X, uh, uh, X, and then to reveal Hellblade, which looked astonishing. Um, so mm-hmm. my question to you, Kyle, is... But hey, we also got the first PS5 game showed off Godfall and the same thing. Like, come on. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about that <laughs> in the show. But do, do you think that they're going to... That that announcement is going to be at that level or is it going to be at a medium heat level? I think, and this mm-hmm. is me just spitballing here, mm-hmm. it's probably too much. I think we get both of those things, Ren. I think we get a big kind of reveal okay. uh, of maybe something we've already known about. Okay. And we finally see PSVR 2 headset. Ooh. Uh, because did they not say we would hear more later in the year? Wow. About it. And we haven't heard anything since then. Okay. Um, so maybe hmm. that. And then, yeah, I do think we get a revival of a beloved series, whether that is that Chrono Cross a remake that we keep hearing about about, or it is uh uh you know the the factions last of us remake whatever the long the uh, the uncharted five whatever long rumored thing um i do think playstation is going to show up because we did get a state of play not that long ago right but we haven't had like a megaton PlayStation thing like Xbox did in the summertime. I'm going to say something very... It's going to sound alarmist. Maybe because it is a little bit. Uh-oh. Is they, the ship sinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they really need to because I think their communication has been way too sparse been over too the quiet. months. Too quiet and Xbox is talking way too much. I mean, to benefit of Microsoft. Oh, but it, it really does... It, I. I have the sense, even as a PlayStation fan, that the sands are shifting a little bit. And I think PlayStation's giving up ground where they shouldn't be giving up ground in. And I I, I really do think that their messaging needs to be more personalized and it needs to be more regular. Because what we're getting in these holiday weeks is really slim pickings. And it's the holiday. It shouldn't be this silent but yet it is so that's what i think again we're gonna get into what our predictions are for the game awards because that's exactly what this episode is we're going to give our gate our jeff Keeley's game awards predictions we're going to be talking about how the xbox series s outsold the playstation 5 and the xbox series x why we think that may be the case we're going to be talking about how the u.s government's actually doing something for once in its gosh dang life and banning potentially banning those goddamn bots that are getting in the way of us getting our PlayStation 5. We're going to be talking about how the Metroid developer Mercury Steam may be working on a third-person action game for PlayStation. All that and more. But Kyle, before we get into all of that, it's time to thank our patrons 
And so here's the Patreon pitch. Of course, if we ever gotten you through a long car ride, a long day at work, whatever your situation may be, it really would be appreciative if you throw us a buck over at patreon.com slash p. As trophy room. I want to thank our newest members, Mark Carabin, and at our silver tier, Aaron Graves. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz, and Too Soon and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Brad Presnell, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, and Fiona McKinnon. I want to thank our silver plus members, Hayden Doys, Nakachaka. Marcus O'Neill. Oh, it's just Ray. JB the Purple Monkey, Captain Logan. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I almost skipped over so many people. JB the Purple Monkey, Janice Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Tom Roper, Brenton Zachary, Rick Arrington, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Dewani Raksha, Manix, The Good Sir, and Trucker Sloth. Thank you all so very much Love for you. supporting us the way you do. And if you don't have any bucks our way, don't worry about it. You can still, there's still ways of helping us, like sharing us out on your Facebook or on your yes. social medias. Uh, even giving us a five-star review over on apple Podcasts really does help it yeah. boosts us up and it gets more eyes to us and more important eyes take more important looks at us when mm -hmm. people see that we have over 210 reviews on apple podcasts they stop they turn around they start asking what is this trophy room all about yeah. so any way you could support us would and be greatly appreciated. Joe, you found a fantastic graphic. I don't know where you found that one of how to support a, a show without using monetary means. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and yeah, just sharing us, retweeting our podcast links, uh, telling a friend, you know, showing somebody that, you know, that is into PlayStation or into video games, uh, our show just to get more eyes on us more people to listen that is exactly what we need and we appreciate yeah. you for doing that yeah it, I, I got that from carlos a nerd a day rodriguez yeah, so thank carlos. you so much so with that kyle whew, it's been a, it's a lot of it's a lot of shameless plugs we just threw out there it's time to square up the news first bit of news is a little bit we're we're, we're we're passing by the trophy room. We're making a stop at the Achievement Hall. Just really quick. Oh, man. Uh -oh. Just really quick. Okay. Uh, Eddie McCooch over at GameSpot writes, Xbox Series S was the best-selling console on Black Friday, report says. The Xbox Series S was the best-selling game console on Black Friday, according to the Adobe Digital Economy Index via Business Insider. There's no big surprise, as the Series S has been easier to find than the Series X, as well as the PS5 and Nintendo Switch. All consoles have been affected by the ongoing global semiconductor shortage and other supply chain issues. Not only that, but price is a highly motivating sales factor, and the Series S is $300. Combined with the appeal of Xbox Game Pass, it's, it's not hard to see why it dominated Black Friday. Historically, Microsoft has seen lower-priced systems perform better, even if the hardware is less powerful. Quote, I think over the generation, our expectation would be that price really matters and that you would see the Series S sell more. Uh, end quote, Xbox boss Phil Spencer told Kotaku. Microsoft has not yet released any public commentary around how its consoles and games sold over Black Friday. Mm, mm. A lot of thoughts here. Yeah. A lot of a lot of competing ideas and a lot of uh, like seeker fanboyisms. 
where some people are like, the only reason why the Xbox Series S outsold it is because for months, it's the only console you could get in stores, right? It lined the shelves. I remember I remember articles of like, yeah, there were shelves full of Xbox Series S's and not a lot of X's. And now Black Friday comes around. Well, the only reason why it sells or sold more is because there just were more there. Sure, yeah. And then there's the argument of like, well, that doesn't matter. People still bought them. And I want to know, I, I want to know how you perceive this. Is this something that PlayStation should be actively worried about? Ah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they should be actively worried. I mean, PlayStation Five is still selling like hotcakes when they when they are available. Yeah, I. Uh, to me, I just think that the message of of Game Pass is too hard of a, a deal to beat. Mm. Um, I really think that is the motivating thing there, uh, as where you can buy a console and then a, a subscription based service to play tons of games at the start yeah. instead of a console and then another game. So, like that last sentence where it says, "See how the game sold over Black Friday," I'd be extremely curious how physical Xbox games have sold. Um, because it feels like versus. they're just versus just like Game Pass subscriptions. Mm, just because I f- they're hitting the the Game Pass thing on on so hard and rightfully so because yeah. they should. Best um, deal in video games. PlayStation yeah, people settle yeah. down. All right, <laughs> we're in the achievement come... hall, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spencer smells nice. Aaron Greenberg follows me, and not Luke Lore. These are things that are fact. So now we're <laughs> the achievement hall right now. Yeah, I, 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 I. If I'm PlayStation, I'm not. I'm not scared. I'm not yeah. worried. To me, okay. So I'm of two minds of this. I think it's a combination of all the things. I think the fact that this console is here and people are like, sure, <laughs> I can't get the X, but I'll get this one, whatever. Or I'll get it for my kids. That's definitely a factor. And I think anybody that hasn't worked retail would think it's that's not the case. Anybody that's worked retail absolutely knows. People can't get something, so they go and choose the other thing. And I bet there were people that were like, I can't get a PS5. I, I bet little Jimmy will like this Xbox Series S. Yeah. Right? And so, like, though that's not making the majority, there's also folks out there that have PlayStations or PS5s that look at Xbox as their Game Pass machine, pointing to myself, and go, yeah, I'll get an Xbox Series S. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll just I'll snag it for Game Pass, and that's it, and I'll use my PlayStation here. And then there are also uh, people that genuinely want this thing because they don't need... 4k it's 300 bucks game pass you're set so i think it's the combination i think this system is the is the perfect storm that microsoft again does not care if you buy the s or x and in a perfect world they don't care if you buy them no because you're out there on pc or you're out there in cloud gaming so like it's really about their ecosystem which is game pass so yet again we go to this circle of is this a doomsday scenario for playstation no. Is there something I would be absolutely worried about? 
I have to be. So Dewani Rockshire writes in and they ask, I know it's uh, it's how it's been reported, but I don't think outsell gives context needed. I don't believe for a second that there are outsold or unsold PS5 units out there or Xbox or sorry, Xbox was able to outproduce PlayStation 5 for Black Friday. Agree or disagree? That's the other thing that people aren't really thinking. I think, Dewani, you you hit it right out of right out of the park here. No, there are no unsold PS5s. No, there are no unsold Xbox Series Xs. Those consoles are extremely hard to find. And now you're starting to get an audience that just wants it. They they just want whatever, right? You can only, you can only tease someone with, with the carrot on the stick for too long until they go somewhere else. I see that all the time in retail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's the the biggest worry for PlayStation isn't the fact that Xbox has, quote unquote, outproduced them or outsold them. It's the fact that they're being outproduced. That's to change that around. So to me, it's not that they've they've been outsold. It's that they're being outproduced and they need to change that. They really need to to run it on all cylinders. And the real challenge is for for PlayStation and for Sony is. How do we do that with the semiconductor shortage, with the global comply, uh, supply constraints? How do you actually do that? God, people way smarter than us getting paid way more money know the answer to that than us. Yes, absolutely. You know? yeah. That said, if I'm Xbox, I'm so happy right now. Yeah, big win. And I want to know what you think here. Um, because to me, I see this as Xbox is back. And that's great. Mm-hmm. I want I want competition, goddammit. Oh, absolutely. I don't want this boring generation where the PlayStation 5 outsells the Xbox, you know, two or three to one. I want there to be legitimate competition. Yeah. I don't I, know. Yeah, Isn't no. Isn't that crazy Same. Thought? No, not at all. I, I definitely want competition because of the quote we've always heard, competition breeds uh, betterment uh, for everyone. Yeah. Uh, games, everything will become better because there is competition. Um, and just going back to this whole Series S, it was the best selling thing. Something we haven't brought up in this conversation, unless yeah. I, you said it and I, I've been spacing out. Um, it's Halo time, baby. Like, Halo's back. A lot of people yeah. know what Halo is. And then seeing that Halo is back and Series S is there and you can get it on Game Pass, I think that's such a huge, huge deal. Real talk, a coworker that I would not pick as a gamer literally said that they bought an Xbox for Halo. And he's just like, but man, I have this kid and I've only played it once and I'm <laughs> so tired. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, and so like, I'm just like, yeah, that that's a, that's a thing. It's, it's also the fact that like, yeah, Forza came out, Halo came out. There's a lot of hype around, around the yeah. console right now. So that's and also they're, they're to, just in the, like the early process, not even really early. Like yeah. they're going to have a big xbox game every month on game pass yeah that's like their they goal. are set up for a lot of success yeah and people are really excited for starfield yeah. god bless you i'm not yeah. but like because everybody's like look at the screenshot and i'm like i'm just tired see. of it yeah. yeah i'm just like let me just yeah. see the gameplay and i'll get it have we not about learned it. about cyberpunk <laughs> we've like, not learned a goddamn thing i'm with i'm with you i'm excited to play yeah but i just i want to see the game I want to see, and not like a vertical slice. I want to see but an extended thing. Here's the thing, and this comes from VG Charts, which, yes, it's not scientific, but it is something to note, something I would be worried about if I'm PlayStation. PlayStation sold in the month of November 
again, VG charts, it's inaccurate, but whatever. These are the numbers we got. So we're working with them. 4,323. Estimate. Okay. Xbox Series X and S, 3,435. That is a number I'd be concerned about. If I'm PlayStation, I'm giving up uh, a Japanese ground. Mm. That was so yours dominant. Remember, like the Xbox, you'd sell like a dozen there a week. I remember, <laughs> I remember those charts. This is different. These are bigger numbers. And I think the one thing that we're not really thinking about is how versatile the Xbox Series S is. And there's an amazing write-up by our friends over at Season Gaming by the old man himself, uh, Mr. Ainsley Bowden, about how the Xbox Series S is the main console. And the Xbox Series X is for the hardcore. It's a yeah. really great read. I'm surprised. I, I know that Ains helped invent the English language, but the words in there, <laughs> the best words I've ever seen in my life. It's very old. He's very old. Oh, Ains. I'm sorry you have to put up with him on a <sighs> show every week. But yeah, that's that's the only thing. I, I If I'm PlayStation, I'm worried about how do I produce more because people are going to get bored of the allure. And honestly, when I take a look at Xbox's lineup for the next few years, man, they're going to be producing a lot of stuff. And sure, maybe not a lot of it hits or whatever. I can't predict the future, but like they're going to be producing a lot. So I'm really curious of how PlayStation answers that call, hopefully sooner rather than later. But yeah. yeah. It's been a great time if you're an Xbox gamer, great time to be a PlayStation gamer or just a gamer in general. And look at that. We can have grown-up conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Now let's get a little irrational because <laughs> with this next uh, portion of the news, Kyle. Yes. It's not necessarily news. So we'll get back to squaring up the news. Sure. What I'm going to do now is we're here to predict who's going to win in the Game Awards 2021. Not in all the categories. I picked seven. So let me let me read them out loud to you. Let's start with... Sure. And I picked, to me, the most important ones, by the way. And also, by the way, we have our own award show that's been breaking ground and, and record numbers yeah. as well over here. So make Some sure... might say it's the better better list. A lot of people have been saying that, Kyle. Just... The Trophy Room Awards 2021. Yeah. It's been, it's been getting spotlights everywhere from people from Insomniac to Marvel Games to voice, famous voice actors. My God. You name it. You name the it. hair. The hair is standing up on my arms. Just hearing you say it. <laughs> oh, something else that is happened. Up. Something <laughs> else is standing up. I'm telling you. So, go over there, uh, vote, and we'll get into that a little later. But first and foremost, let's talk about Jeff Keighley's awards. That you know, come on, come on, Jeff. All right, best audio goes to Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, Forza Horizon Five, Deathloop, and Resident Evil Village. Kyle, out of those groups. Or out of those games, what's winning best audio and why? Ooh. Now, best audio is not like soundtrack. Best audio is right. probably like sound design and yep. environmental stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, man. This is tough. This one's a hard category. This is very tough. They all have, obviously, they're nominated for a reason. They're, they all do fantastic things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I got to give it a Ratchet and Clank. Oh I know God. it's a bit of surprise. <laughs> you made me almost spit I almost, out my wallet. I almost That's killed a spit Joe. Take. Um, really? Why? Why Ratchet and Clank, Kyle? I I keep thinking back to how much fun each gun sounded when you used it. 
Right. Like the and like uh, the, the pixelizer is the easy one to yeah. go to, and like the way you hear it out of the dual sense. Yeah. Um, and just hearing you know Ratchet's uh, mag boots on metal surfaces and the grinding on the rails and just the different all the 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 little uh, blips and blops of nuts and bolts falling yeah. all over the place. Like okay. I think they did a really great job in, in feeling making you feel that very catchy buzzword immersed in the world. They all do, but like yeah. Ratchet and Clank, I think it's pretty special. I think Deathloop's pretty darn good as well, but the reason well actually the sounds are great, but the like the area in which you hear them is all over the place. Sure. So I actually don't know why Deathloop is here. Troop it told. I, mm-hmm. I would kick that one out. RE Village, I get why that's there. Um, but I don't think it's the strongest contender. Yeah. Maybe just for the dollhouse. But Forza Horizon 5, man, those cars can rev. Yes, they <laughs> Sounds can. really good. Yes, they can. But to me, it actually goes to Returnal. Yeah, that was, it's very close. Yeah. Because when we talk about precision audio, knowing what's around you, I think Returnal does the best job there. And, and I this- love the environmental sounds as well. This is also me as somebody that does not play with headphones. Fair. So I'm sure you probably got a better understanding of that with your your headphone yeah. playing. Now, Kyle, this is a category you're going to have. So, again, our predictions <laughs> is Ratchet and Returnal for Best yeah. Audio. Mm-hmm. Um, best Indie. You got 12 Minutes by Luis uh, Antonio from Annapurna Interactive. We have Death's Door by Acid Nerve from Devolver Digital. Kina, Bridge of Spirits by Ember Lab. Inscription by Daniel Mullins, Games, and Devolver Digital. And Loop Hero by Four Quarters and Devolver Digital. Devolver Digital Shout as out a publisher. Devolver Jesus. Digital. Hey, check a look. Ooh. Check a look Ooh. at these games, everybody. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one. Uh-huh. Um, shocked that 12 minutes is here, honestly. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't shocked. deserve that. I, I haven't I, played it, but every, every time I'm like, you know what? I should play it. Everyone yeah. like everyone I know that has, like, Kyle, you don't have to. It's not that great. Just look up what the twist is and everything, and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's a twist, I'm sh- all right. I'm, I'm shocked at how poorly received that game came out to me. Yeah. Um, I, I might throw you for another loop here, Joe. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to loop hero. I, yeah, I hear nothing, but I, I hear that, that game took over my feed earlier this year when it came out. Mm, okay. Everyone, everyone was playing loop hero. Everyone was loving it. Um, mm. I, I think the people who are voting on this are, are huge fans of, of that game. And I think that sure. gets it. As long as inscription doesn't get it. What is your what, just because it's a card game? Are you one just of these card people, game people? Uh, not so much that. It's just like, come on, everybody, come on with the universal praise for shit that that comes. Yeah, you know, just enough. It's pretty good though. <laughs> how much? How exciting can a deck of cards really be? I'm over it. It's not the 1700s. It's anymore. not just a card game. Ah, uh, okay. You can get up from the table and explore the room, and it's yeah. creepy and. To me, I think this either goes to Kina, Bridge of Spirits, or uh, Death's Door. Either one of those I'm happy with. Yeah. If I had to pick, um, it's Death's Door. Sure. Uh, but I would like Kina to win. Truth, truth be told. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would love uh, Kina to win, for yeah. sure. Because uh, Death's Door doesn't grip me as much. Like It's a great mechanics and everything like that, but like, yeah. it's not gripping me. And for patrons, check out our Road to Greatness. Uh, it should be up by... 
not this, not today, but or uh, as of recording, it should be out by Friday. Sure. Yeah, we we, we go uh, deep dive into yeah. our Death Store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, it's fantastic. Oh, it's very good. Yeah. Oh, right. Best narrative. Here you go. Oh boy. Deathloop. It takes two. Life is strange. True colors. Marvel's uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts two. Joe, yeah. <laughs> this is tough, man. I've only played two of them to completion. Yeah. Um, hoping by next week I have Life is Strange and be able to play that game. Okay, probably not though. Um, just knowing time wise, I don't have time for it. Sure. I gotta give it to. Gotta give it to Psychonauts. Mm. Or I think think I win. Think wins. Okay. Just out of the things that I played. I'm what I want to win I, is Guardians. Okay. What I what I think is gonna win is uh, it takes two. That is also because I think Joseph Ferris rigged it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> check the votes, everybody. Check the votes. Uh, best performance. All right. This is the category that I don't like uh, out of the Game Awards. I'll flat out say I don't like this. I don't like how they did it. I think two people should be getting yes. vo- uh, voted on, but whatever. Best performance, Erica or, Mori as or Alex. Sorry. more than five nominees. More than five. Expand and, it like best picture at the Oscars, you know? And give me two ca- Give me two two winners yeah. here. Yeah. Okay, I get what, what they're trying to do, but sure. I, I don't. Or do a best and like a supporting or something like. Ooh, why don't they have best supporting? There, there, there needs to be more recognition for people's performances right. in games because they're so freaking good. Shit, next year's trophy room, we're gonna write best, best supporting. supporting. Yeah, 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 I think that should be. It's going to Errand Horizon from Inner West. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> Dude, he's such a bro to the bitter end. <laughs> best performance. This goes to Erica Mori as Alex Chen, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, Jason Kelly as Colt. Maggie Robertson and uh, sorry, miss. I'm gonna. Tr- oh, Maggie Robertson as um, Mrs. D. Lady uh, Dimitrescu. Lady Dimitrescu. And I'm gonna uh, butcher your name, miss. My apologies. I suck at pronunciation. It's a Jersey thing. Uh, Ozuma Akage as Juliana. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. So I feel like I offended Kyle. I I really like. I have such a sh- a, a shitty pronunciation game to be. Oh, to I be- do too. Quite it's, honest with you. It's if people listen to the show, they know how bad we are it, with names. <laughs> it takes me a minute to say Kyle Stevenson. Yeah. Wait, what do you want to say? Stephenson? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know it. How dare you? <laughs> okay. So I think this, I, th- I think Jason Kelly gets this one. I would like <laughs> to agree with you. Yeah. But this is also the same game awards. They gave it to Mads Mickelson. I think Giancarlo will probably win. As I like much, his performance. Yeah. I didn't love it. Absolutely. I think from what you're telling me of Erica's portrayal of Alex in Life is Strange, I could see her easily winning. Yeah. But uh, I just feel like Giancarlo's going to get it. I think Jeff yeah. wants... Not that he has all the weight on the categories, but something tells me Giancarlo's getting it. Something, yeah. Again, check check the voting on this one, guys. Now, am I going to say that I have a massive crush on Maggie Robinson and Lady Dimitrescu? That would be inappropriate, but yes, I do. 
Yeah. Uh, best score <laughs> and music. Here's here's the nominees here. Are you ready? Have you heard I'm about right, this? I'm so this? ready. Okay. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Deathloop, Near Replicant, Numbers, uh, and The Artful Escape. <laughs> I can't wait, and I'm not laughing at the nominees. I cannot wait for when they say the Near title. Do do they do all the numbers? <laughs> at what point do they just stop? I bet I I real talk. I bet they're just gonna say near replicant. Probably, but uh, I, if that person wants a bonus, they'll say the whole goddamn thing. Sure, sure. Uh, I I think Guardians wins here. Yeah. 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 All right. Second to last pick. Ready? You ready for this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Best game direction: Death Loop, It Takes Two, Returnal. Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Another super tough category. Mm -hmm. But I gotta give it to Returnal. Uh, How smart Mm. doing something completely brand new and and doing something narratively that they've never done before uh, I think deserves some recognition as well as like Trying to look at it, like, gamify it a little bit. Yeah. Returnal definitely needs to get a win. Okay. As, like, a recognition for, for their year. Or, sure. or For their accomplishments. And since they didn't get into Game of the Year, I think this is where they'll get their award. I don't think it's here. I actually think, I don't think Returnal gets anything in this game. Oh, that would suck. Deathloop's game direction, I think, is fantastic. I think it's the most approachable arcane game. And I think for all the systems it implements, it implements it fairly well. Now, you still have to be dedicated to it. um, But I I do think Deathloop is, direction-wise, incredibly strong. But I do think Psychonauts 2 takes it because of all the... things that it tries to tackle the story it t- tries to tell with the characters that are telling them that's fair i think i think psychonauts 2 gets it yeah that was that was the one i was going back and forth with yeah for sure. now before we get into game of the year um because uh-huh. it's very contentious i do have two comments or, or questions uh-huh. this one comes from blaze knight all right because I want to know what y'all think who's going to win. Blaze Knight says, I think Deathloop will likely take game of the year based on recency bias and some general praise slash award nominations. However, I'd like to see it takes two win instead. And King Ronan writes in, I can't lie. I'm only going to watch the game awards for the trailers at this point. That game of the year category is appalling. Yeah, Ooh. and and on King Ronan's point, I I pulled this up just to make sure we mention it during this section. Sure. Uh, earlier today, um, or I'm sorry, earlier yesterday, Jeff Keeley tweeted out, "There's so many bad, wrong Game Awards rumors out there. Beware." The good news is we have lots to show you. Um, so a lot of a lot of high hopes for game trailers, I guess, in world premieres. And but, that's the thing, man. I that's what I have a problem with. I want the pageantry of awarding the developers. I don't need, uh, uh, but as much as I love, and I'm going to get pumped, uh, pumped, pumped for get all. What? Oh, oh Jesus! Happening during the awards. What happened? Um, as I'm as I'm going to get pumped for all these trailers. I'm just there's 
there's a thing about these awards that just feels so commercial. It's all the trailers. Yeah. It's I all the Shaquatro man. Yeah. You know, it's it's all yeah. the like <sighs> It's I, all it's, it's all the the non-video game stars that are coming out to present awards. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm stoked to see Simu Liu uh, on on stage. Sure. I'm he deserves anything that he wants to go do. Yeah. But it's the same thing of like you had uh uh Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez a couple of years ago. You had Why? Uh, 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 Nolan, uh, Christopher Nolan's brother out to do a thing. You had Steph Curry come out and like, just, why? Yeah, I'm with you. Celebrate I, the awards. Uh, I, but on the flip side, that's kind of what Dice is, right? Yeah, but if 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 Jeff his mission has been to create the Oscars of games, sure, create the Oscars of games. Yeah, and, yeah, because that's, that's true. Thing- During the Oscars, we don't see brand new movie trailers. Yeah, so to me, I I really I. That is the one thing that I take a look at all aspects of this award show and just kind of get like, ugh, because I want it to be the pageantry of games and celebrating games. And Jeff, I can't reiterate this enough. I would love to see it in memoriam. I really yes, would. Please. Been in a lot of great content creators we've lost, uh, you know, along the way this year, last year. And it would be really nice to just, just to see people like Bobby up there. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if he won't do something, it looks like I will. So that said, the nominees for the Game Awards, Jeff Keighley's Game Awards, are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Now, Kyle, out of that list, which one do you want to win? Which one do I want to win? Yep, and that list. Not our list. That list. Mm. In uh, this Jeff Keighley list, yeah, the one that I want to win is Ratchet and Clank. Why? Ooh. Why? Yeah, oh, I why? know, right? Ooh. Uh, well, it's I didn't <laughs> dig. Res- boy. No, not at all. Everybody I didn't dig. I, <laughs> I didn't dig Ari Village. Um, okay. didn't play It Takes Two. Have not beaten Death Loop yet. Uh, I loved my time with Psychonauts 2. I think the moment-to-moment gameplay is more fun in Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Although I can uh, Psychonauts 2, as far as like level design go, is bar none, top of the line. Um, and I haven't put a ton of time into Metroid Dread, so that's just where my where the the dominoes fall for me. Yeah. I gotta say, it is interesting that there's two Microsoft games here. And at the same exact time, there's two PlayStation games here, Kyle. Yeah. Because though and- Ratchet and Clank is a stunner, uh-huh. we have announced on the trophy room that it's official. Metroid Dread is a PlayStation game. Yeah. Which and is so- why I think Metroid Dread is going to win the award. I think it's going to win, too. Because I- Blaze Knight said it. Like, I think Deathloop, the recency bias, I think that's the Metroid rub now. Yeah. For sure. Metroid's just so goddamn good, dude. And from what what little I've so played, it's good. really good. It's really oh, good. Oh, man. So, uh, and honestly, in my game of the year, like, thing, I it Metroid Dread is, like, it's there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like take PlayStation out of it. Take, you know, just put them all in there. Metroid Dread is up there. Like, I think it's legitimately one of the best Switch games ever. Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really loved Metroid Dread. Yep. That said, I do want to get over the fact that we can only pick one game of the year. Mm-hmm. 
because I really um I think I've evolved. I just <laughs> there's some games that's just like what what makes you say that the every couple months you say you change your game of the year for previous years. Oh right, <laughs> patrons that, will know this. <laughs> yeah, I've changed my my 2019 game of the year. Yeah, like at least a dozen times. Yeah. Well, uh, literally, uh, uh, 2019. What was that? That was Death Stranding. Yep. Control. Uh, control. Um, Fallen uh, Order. Ch- Fallen Order. And those are the three that I keep on going back to. Exactly. I'm like, you know what? It's just stranding. wasn't even close. And then I texted Kyle literally a day ago because I saw, real talk, because I saw a gif of, <laughs> of of the Inquisitor jump down and it was really cool. And then you see the clash. I was like, God damn it. It's, yep. <laughs> it's this game. <laughs> what was I thinking? This is so cool. Uh, so, yeah. Now, that said, we have a better game in the war. Uh, the game, better game of the year awards, um, truthfully and honestly, uh, not really. It's, but you know what? We have a better one, like in terms of game of the year list. Our game of the year nominees are Marvel's Avengers. I'm oh, sorry, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxies by Edis <laughs> Montreal, uh, Returnal by House Mark, Deathloop by Arcane Studios, Kena: A Bridge of Spirits by Ember Labs. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart by Insomniac Games and Death's Door by Acid Nerve. And you can vote right here, right now. You literally have two weeks left to do it. And let me tell you something. These categories are getting close. So, and Returnal fans, knock, knock, knock. If you want Returnal to win. You better get in the polls. (laughs) Because let me tell you something. Marvel Games and Eidos Montreal. They went hard. They went hard this year. They retweeted like all of our stuff. So I'm telling you, Returnal fans, if you want this game, you got to fight for it. Yeah. We're going to have our own rock the boat kind of petition. (laughs) I'm just saying, and that's not me just trying to, you know, whatever. No. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you want, if you want that game to have a chance. Yeah. It needs your support. Seriously, seriously. So with that, Ask What Not Why writes in, howdy, howdy, uh, Trophy Born Hunters, with the Game of the Year's uh, awards coming next week. What surprise slash news and announcements are you hoping for? Don't be safe with it. If you're going to hope for Bloodborne and Bug Snacks crossover, <laughs> speak yes. it into existence. Oh, yes. Or maybe you're looking for Halo to come to PlayStation 5. Wink, wank. It's a surprise for goodness sakes. Enjoy that pie in the sky. P.S. I'm still Panini Press with Returnal not getting nominated this year. Kyle, quickly, quickly, quickly. I can't. I can't do anything quickly after wink, wank. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Honestly, you said Bloodborne Bug Snacks crossover? I'm into it. Dude, you show me the, the mayor guy with the Bloodborne attire. Like, yes. Like that cover art <laughs> blended yes. in so well Absolutely. between uh, Bloodborne and Bucksnax. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what wild thing do I want? Mm-hmm. Um, I want a full Final Fantasy VIII remake from the ground up. No part one, part two, part. No. The full mm. thing out now. That day. Shadow Drop. Final wow. Fantasy remake. Yeah. So I think the the rumor of the Returnal DLC being announced there by Housemark tweeting out Atropos question mark question mark uh, in that screen that we haven't seen before. Um, so I think that's gonna get day and date, like it's gonna get shadow dropped rather. Because um, that's uh, oh my god, what because DLC it had, was it the Control DLC? Same yeah. thing, I think. Because it, it had it had that big 
mysterious patch and that couldn't just be for saves sure so that's what i'm thinking there um in terms of playstation like huge mega drop announcement that i would like to see i really loved your your psvr2 mm-hmm. and i would love to see with that a, a trailer the, and the killer app is a trailer for resistance there you go that's going to be a psvr game can and people can clap. you also play it not in PSVR? They'll clarify afterwards that okay. yeah, like an RE village, not an RE seven kind yeah. of situation. Okay. Yeah. So that's our predictions for the show. Hey, Kyle, if, if people want to watch with us next week, where where, where can they find oh, us? Oh, thank you, good yeah. sir. That's why you're the greatest co-host we ever is, <laughs> whoever will be. You could join us, watch the show live at twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room. We'll be watching it live, and then we're going to be shooting our raw reactions to the show afterwards. So make sure you join us for the Game Awards. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun. You're going to see us react to whatever things that get announced, and then we're going to be recording a show, maybe live, I don't know, depends, immediately afterwards. So that will be our special show this week. And let me just make sure, Kyle, does December 8th fall on uh a thursday it's the ninth is the show oh the ninth is the show yeah it's a thursday so thank you for letting uh letting me in on that so next week's show will be late it will premiere for podcast listeners on the 10th but it will drop immediately after we're done recording uh that show so just be on the lookout for all of that goodness again next week's show will be delayed until the 10th because it's just going to cover all the game awards stuff Woo! with that kyle let's get back to square in the news let's do it excuse me uh joseph knopp over at ign writes u.s congress bill could be used to ban co- oh my god excuse me i don't know where this this the frog is coming from yeah <clears throat> Let's let's retake that, Kyle. Take right. two. Take Joseph two. Knopp over at IGN writes, U.S. Congress bill could be used to ban console scalper bots. A group of Democrat lawmakers have reintroduced a bill aimed at stopping scalpers and the bots they use from hoarding hot ticket items this holiday season and beyond, PC Mag reports. Dubbed the, quote, Stopping Grinch Bots Act, end quote, the bill was reintroduced on November 29th by Representative Paul Tonko, Democrat from New York, Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat from Connecticut, Senate Majority Leader Charles Carl Schumer, Democrat from New York, and Senator Ben Ray Luan, Democrat from New Mexico. Quote, at a time when families should be able to spend time with their loved ones, digital Grinch bots are forcing Americans to scour online sites in the hopes of finding an affordable gift or paying exorbitant prices for a single toy, Tonko said in a press release. These bots don't just squeeze customers. They pose a problem for small businesses, local retailers, and other entrepreneurs trying to ensure that they have the best items in stock for their customers, end quote. The Stopping Grinch Bots Act would, in writing, enforce these new rules. One, prohibit manipulative technical practices that allow bad actors to use bots to circumvent control measures designed to protect real consumers. Number two, 
make it an illegal Federal Trade Commission violation to circumvent security measures, access control systems, or other technological control measures on a site or online service. Number three, make it illegal to sell or offer any product or service obtained by the described method. And number four, allow the FTC and state attorney general to, quote, treat these abusive workarounds as prohibited, unfair, or deceptive acts or practices and take legal action against the bad actors, end quote. Details on exactly how the law would be enforced weren't made clear. It's unclear if automated programs that continually check site inventories would also count as bots or what enforcement would look like against bot users located outside the United States. So it's cool to see the UK doing something about it. And now it's awesome to see America come in and say we're waging a war on not terrorism, but the goddamn Grinch himself. I would love to see. I would love to see the flight, the flight cam, like the tanks rolling up, shooting at the Grinch's mountain lair. <laughs> and like you got CNN's like big screen TV zoomed yeah. in, so we have the Grinch surrounded. It's approximately oh, three forty-five in the morning. <laughs> Seal Team Six is about to be deployed. <laughs> Joe, yeah, I think I have an idea for the thumbnail in my head. We'll talk about it later. Uh. I is it zero dark thirty, but it's zero dark <laughs> Grinch. It's it's going to be Jim Carrey Grinch S. Uh I this is cool. Obviously, I yeah. I hate having these scalper and these people using these bots. Um so I'm glad they're doing something about it. Yeah. Uh because it's already hard enough with the shortages. So like having another obstacle for people not getting one. Yeah. Just because people are buying them up, it, it sucks. Yeah. But just on a, a me personal thing, uh-huh. reading what are like the steps of it. Yeah. Beep bop boop boop beep. Can we stop using big people words, smart people words? <laughs> like just, what? I'm just saying like circumvent. Yeah. Just like just say things like, I don't know. People are using these bots to like buy them away from you, you know. <laughs> Just layman's terms, real uh, world terms. These yeah. people are making sure you don't get one. They're bad. <laughs> Hitherto and jumped up. No, get out of here. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, cool that this is happening again. If there's any war we need to rage, it's against the machine yeah. and the Grinch himself. Also. Uh, sidebar, not with PS5 scalper bots. Yeah. Uh, screw all these people who are buying an entire theater's worth of Spider-Man tickets and then reselling oh. them for like double or triple the amount. Screw you. Oh. Get, go away. Hard pause on this podcast. AMC, you've made the shit list. You, you, you guys. One o'clock in the morning getting Spider-Man tickets, and I gave up because these servers just took a dookie at every turn. I wake up at six o'clock in the morning, Kyle. Six mm-hmm. o'clock in a gosh dang morning. I finally was able to get tickets because apparently everybody else gave up and fell asleep. But uh, I got them in the in the in the corner up uh, at the very top. And okay. I'm like, you know what? I'm just here. Yeah. I'm just here. I need to see this. I got I a goddamn booster yet. for this. I'm in. Yeah. I All just, right? I, I, I hate those people so much. I'm going to double mask again. I got it on this on, on up top. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, oh, I'm breathing down at people. Yes. Yeah. So like they ain't breathing on me. I'm breathing on them uh-huh. and I'm fine. Yeah. 
I've I, I've done all I can do. Mm-hmm. Omnicron is not getting in my way. No. Beep, boop, rat, beep, beep. No, not getting in my way. <sighs> also, can we can we just man to man? I know this joke may be sour to some. I feel like Fauci's just taking the piss out of us with these names now. We 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 went over this, I think, on the road to greatness. We had we've had this conversation. Okay, I'm just saying these names are getting re goddamn or or maybe it was afterwards. I don't remember, but yes. But also, Names it's probably re- safer for people that are in those regions so yeah. that they don't get hated on. So I get it, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like no. Omicron? Jesus. Yeah. Next, we're going to be Omicron's fighting against Cybertron. Roll out! That's, <laughs> yeah. what, that, that's what I said I, I, in the, if it wasn't <laughs> right. in the show. But it's just like, imagine if that's how you weed out who isn't vaccinated. You say Omicron, and then they transform in front of you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you say roll out god damn what a reference before the reference is even made kyle we're geniuses <laughs> we're goddamn geniuses all right if you're not a patron you need to be that i said, hope it's kyle, in that i don't know if it was or not it's time to get into the last big news Andy Robinson over at VGC writes, Sony could be planning a PlayStation mobile controller, Patton suggests. Sony Interactive Entertainment has patented what appears to be a PlayStation controller designed for mobile gaming. The patent, which was published this week by SIE's Japanese division, describes a system for playing games on a device coupled with two controller grips. The controller, which resembles PS4's DualShock 4 rather than PS5's newer DualSense, is described as, quote, a left side grip portion and a right side grip portion gripped by the left and right hands of the user end quote see what i'm talking about i understand those words according to the patent the included drawings of the device omit quote a shaft portion that can be tilted by the user and, de- and detect the tilting direction and tilting amount of the shaft portion oh god oh jeez oh. how many ice lot. cubes <laughs> let me just tilt the shaft to find out <laughs> um this is actually really cool yeah uh, honestly, to just have like, just give me a dual sense or dual shock controller, snap it on my my you know my phone, and I'm just playing the games like that. There are so many of these mobile you know controllers out here. I have the Backbone, which is pretty good, but like really, what I'd rather want, and I know it's not quote unquote portable, but really at the end of the day, none of these things really are. Yeah, no. is just give me a controller you snap the screen to. Yeah, like I like I honestly think like the. The clip that comes on to the controller, probably the best way to play th- those Game Pass games, right? Sure, yeah. Um, it's just it's just too top-heavy. So to have it on the sides like a Switch, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I would buy this in a heartbeat. How about you? Yeah, I, I would as well, but I need to know what am I going to be playing on this mm, thing. Fair enough. Is, the place, is my PlayStation now going to work well enough for me to be able to do this? Yeah. Maybe that gets announced at the Game Awards. This little mobile controller thing? No, 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 no. The oh, new the and improved PlayStation now, maybe. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Who knows? Uh, I have an inside source now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, and the one thing that I want from this, Kyle, too, don't shrink any of the proportions. I hate no. the little nubby analog sticks. Mm-hmm. I get it. We all have fond memories of the of the Vita, but those analog sticks were doo doo caca. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want them. Just get them out of my face. So yeah, give me give me something that with my dumb adult hands won't just you know trigger my carpal tunnel I immediately. Wonder, yeah, if this is the direct result of that 
picture of Shuhei uh, taking a picture of the Switch before it was released. <laughs> when he was a top hat on overcoat? When, yes, when he was like undercover at like Nintendo headquarters or whatever. I'd like take a picture of the Switch and, and they brought it back to HQ. It was like, guys, I got it. Got it. They fucking did it better than us. How did this happen? <laughs> Let's just God. saw a DualShock 4 in half. <laughs> the resolutions, I got 38 resolution. How do they do this? <laughs> and they love it? They love it. Flash news. This is, this is big news to me, God dang it. Metroid Dread developer Mercury Steam working on a third-person action RPG set in a dark fantasy world. This comes from Matt Wales over at Eurogamer. Mercury Steam developer behind this year's critically acclaimed Metroid Dread for the Nintendo Switch has announced that it's working on a new third-person action RPG set in a dark fantasy world. Details. On the new title, codename Project Iron, are limited, but it's described as a brand new IP intended for a multi-platform global release. Project Iron's initial development investment is set at a whopping 27 million euros, that's fake money, or approximately 23 million pounds, which is also fake money. And the IP will will be co-owned by Mercury Steam and Digital Bros and the parent company of 505 Games, which is co-publishing the game. Now, honestly, euros, can I, can I tell you something, Kyle? Better currency. Really? Better currency than the dollar. Looks freaking cool, dude. Like they oh, got like from a, like a, a visual perspective. Yeah, when I ha- when I held some in Spain, um, I was just like, oh my god, like the texture's cool. Like it kind of feels like 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 you know really good printer paper? Yes. Yeah, well I think that's like the European way of doing it. They just use mm. a couple of Xeroxes. And then they have this holo- like this this holographic on it. And just my dumb, dumb brain being trained by all the Pokemon cards. I'm like, Sleep oh. it? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm just tilting it back and forth. I'm like, the queen's winking at me in a different way. Oh, man. Uh, also, <laughs> She's that- giving me subliminal messages through the holographic thing. <laughs> Invade France. <laughs> uh, Duchess of Wales, invade the north of France. <laughs> Claim the Frank territory as our own. <laughs> Uh, in uh, U.S. dollars, that's around thirty million. Okay, a little over thirty million. Whew, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I'm really excited for this Mercury Steam. You have my full attention, and now every time, Same. every time I hear about you, I'm at full mass. I'm just now picturing little Joe <laughs> with the money in the. It's like, what are you saying, Queen? Huh? Invade Paris. <laughs> Take Belgium. <laughs> the oh, Turks man. shall be on our side. <laughs> <laughs> they will send their Turkish delights. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Oh, this lady. I have old ideas and I'm tired of it all. <laughs> the PlayStation Plus lineup for December is here. Here's here okay. Let's get into this. Lego DC Supervillains for PS4. Cool. I'm actually going to yeah, try that out. Same. Awesome. Um, Mortal Shell for PS4, which if you like a good uh, um, uh, Souls-like experience, this game's definitely there. And they have a roguelite expansion as well. Is that uh, the so one that, with the different out. shells do different yep. things? Yep. Right? Yeah. 
really dig it. And then Godfall Challenger Edition for PS5. Mm. This is not the full game of Godfall. No. This is Godfall is one of the, and this comes from Push Square. Godfall is one of the December PS Plus games, except except it technically isn't. The Godfall that you downloaded on your PlayStation Plus subscription uh, is the new version of Godfall, Challenger Edition, which is designed to get you straight into the title's endgame content. Godfall Challenger Edition allows new players to experience the game's trio of endgame modes, minus the story content of the base game, of fire and darkness expansions and grants existing players new exciting features and rewards to enjoy quote unquote writes the developer counterplay games on the PlayStation blog. So you're, if you're totally new to Godfall, you're going to be skipping the main story content of the base game alongside the character building and grinding, which is a bit of a weird deal, but we suppose it makes sense when you just want to throw players into the quote unquote good stuff. Uh, you'll be able to upgrade to the challenger edition to the deluxe edition of Godfall, but no pricing has yet been revealed. Wasn't there a game that also did this Kyle? There's FF7. Like a- FF7, okay, it was was a game. But, but it that was just a upgrade to the PS5 version. Yeah. That was still the full game, just a different console version of it. It yeah. wasn't just the end game content. What a weird... So weird. And it kind of just goes to show that this game probably did not make back any of its development costs because essentially they're like, yeah, this PlayStation Plus money is good, but it's not enough because we still feel like we need to get people onto the base game to yeah. at least pay for that. Mm-hmm. Um, oof. And like, I know people, I personally know friends that yeah. loved Godfall. Oh, really? I, 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 we played it together and it had a lot of bugs. It's um, not great. Did not have a great time at all. It, it yeah. was, pr- it was pretty from what I remember. Yeah. But like, I, I think this should have been a plus game. A long time ago yeah i think it should have followed the destruction all-stars kind of plan there i'm reading i'm sorry i'm reading one of the games from prepare the drop what is this kyle let's get let's get right into it <laughs> are you ready i'm ready i'm holding on to something prepare the drop here are the latest playstation games dropping into the playstation storefront the first game asterix and oblex Slap them all comes to PS4. Highlight that game. I need to know what this is. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. All right. Here's another one, Kyle. Are you ready for this one? This is the one that you don't know about? No, no, no. I know. I I've, I know of Cricket. Okay. Cricket 22, the official game of the Ashes on PS5 and PS4. What a badass title. I feel like I'm, I'm 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 feeling like I'm about to fight a Dark Souls three boss, right? Like Knight of the Flame or some shit is gonna pop out while I'm I'm assuming I'm using like is it Cricket the one where you're using a hammer, uh, like a club? No, in your hand? no, 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 no. Cricket is the one where I don't know any of the rules, but it's the long wind up and pitch, and they bounce it off the ground, and the batter can either hit it behind them or in front of them. It's like a mix of baseball and. Oh, is it with the one with out. the paddle? Yeah, with the long, weird panel, paddle that's rounded on one side and flat on the other. I'm looking this up. I don't know how to play cricket at all. This looks goddamn bizarre. 
This is like, and this is the one that's like only played in Great Britain, Australia, right? I think. Oh, I, right. I think cricket's an Australia thing. Okay, and like the UK, they have rugby, and they got the one with the hammer. With the Australia hoops. is also, I think, rugby. I think I agree okay. too. The one you're thinking with the ha- the hammer is croquet. Croquet. I think it's croquet. Okay. Yeah. Someone let us know. Yeah. But <laughs> Please of do. the ashes, tell us, it's just so dope. Tell our our dumb American asses <laughs> how wrong we are. Yeah. But like baseball isn't that like a, but like if baseball was like instead of the World Series, which obviously not, they were just like, and here's the World of Ashes tournament, yeah, right? Like, dude, cool. I'm in it. Cool, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with oh you. my god! I'm with and like instead of like the national anthem, because let's be honest, it's old, it's out of play. We need something new. Give us the opening of like Dark Souls three. <laughs> Give us the opening of like Bloodborne. You know. And then a big just volcano erupts from the field. They have to like sacrifice things in order to enter the the playoffs. Yeah, like a demigod. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to From the Ashes. (laughs) Only one team can live. (laughs) Oh, God. What were you thinking of? It's the Stay Puff Man. <laughs> uh, before yes. you continue, uh, Asterix and Obelix slap them all. It is a. <laughs> it's a. It actually looks pretty damn cool. Uh, I love the art style. It's a comic booky 2D beat em up. Oh, so it's okay. called Beat em Up. Uh, Asterix and Obelix return in a mm. new adventure full of slaps. Play as Asterix and Obelix and cross the most iconic landscapes of the saga while facing a host of enemies in a beat them up filled with action and slaps. <laughs> so they're really heavy on the slaps, but I, I like the. It's very pleasing to look at. I just want. I just. <laughs> I just want. Slap thousands of Romans away with a wider range of moves and unique combos. Each character. One last joke about this from the Ashes thing. Please. I do. just want this demigod to come out. <laughs> just like go up to Joe Torre. Remember that guy who did the? He was the coach of the of Yankees. the Yankees. Yeah. He's like, "Are you a god?" <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> it's uh, about time we hop on the pony Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Oh, you missed two games. You oh, did two I? Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Those two games got. Got ahead of myself here. Solar Ash for PS5 Very and PS4. Excited. Hear good things about it. Yep. I'm excited. Uh, and Chorus for PS5 and PS4. Luke Lore, who I hate to shout out, mortal yeah. enemy of the show, host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, one of my favorite podcasts. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him I said it. He also paid me to say that. Is reviewing Chorus. Mm-hmm. And maybe I've heard really good things about it. Oh, maybe I may pick it up. It's thirty nine ninety nine. If so I'm I, not mistaken, that is like you're in a ship, right? It's like a space yeah, combat thing, and you kind of like have the force. Ooh, cool! And that's also spelled with like a V, right? Yeah. In 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 chorus. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sony Pony Express. Here's the first question. Of course, you can write into this show. Via PS Trophy Room on Twitter, you can add us. You ask us questions, or you can send your questions in through the Trophy Room Discord server. This week, I was severely late to ask for questions, but y'all came, and y'all y'all had some. I hate to say this word. Oh, please do. Yes, come on. 
No. Nope. You guys I'm... had some banger questions. Oh, thank wow. you. Thank one, you. For once, a show. Let's say because we haven't had it yet. I was like, we got, we got to get one in there. Nagachaka writes in. Nagachaka. So I watched the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, and I guess I'm not the only person who liked it because most critics and fans hated it. He said, I'm the oh, only one. Oh, I'm the only one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry because <laughs> I really enjoyed it. What do you guys want from a video game adaptation? A shot-for-shot recreation that's very faithful to the for- source material or something that takes inspiration and includes some Easter eggs but ultimately is telling its own story? And there was someone who also wrote in, and I want to throw their question in here as well, about like, what do we want to see from a Mass Effect show the amazon thing right the amazon thing that we talked about a little bit last week yeah um so what what are you looking for in a video game adaptation kyle and how would you like it adapted for a tv show let's just say the likes of a mass effect sure um i think i just want the vibe from it i i i'm totally fine with it telling its own kind of story and not being so handholdy throughout and getting the same story over and over again. Yeah. Um, and with like nods of like, Oh, that's cool that they're using this weapon here. or That guy's name is this. And he's a character that comes in later on in the game or whatnot. Yeah. I think it's different when it comes to like movies that are based like on books because books are not already a visual medium. So I feel like they kind of have to go play by play from what the book is. But with yeah. video games, we we can see it as we play it. Fair so enough. I don't want to ex- re-experience that same thing. I want them to kind of tell their own thing while hitting the same beats. That's kind of why I'm excited for Uncharted. Because they're mm. taking all three movies, or all four maybe. Who knows? Only you and, and like, I are excited for that one, but it's like, You know internet, what? The internet, just obs- the internet is obsessed with getting angry about stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something right now. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time it comes out, we're both in a point in our lives where, or me, I'm in a point in my life where I can afford to come out to you. you and we're going to go see that movie together in person. Yeah. We're going to see Uncharted in- together, and then we're going to do a full review outside the theater. Oh, that'd you know be what? cool. You know what? Yes, that's what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, but you live so far away. I don't that's care. Who cares? All right, fair enough. And then we'll do, we'll do a live trophy room together in Ooh. person while we're there. Oh, I'm liking this. What if we, what if we just sneak a microphone in the theater and talk the whole time? <laughs> Patreon exclusive. We just talk the whole time, and we take actual questions, like we yep. answer questions. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Like a, Dave writes in, <laughs> <laughs> like a mystery science theater. You know? Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, we have to work with like the outside noises. Yeah. Maybe we just bring in a laptop. We have uh, what's this? Like Nvidia RTX on. <laughs> <laughs> to dole out the noise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me make this work. Cool. I like what you said, though. Give me the vibe. Yeah. Um A great example, Kyle. We're demanding as a community together, you must watch Arcane. Enough is enough. By the end of the month, I want... I can't... No, you cannot use Arcane as your reason. Because you didn't play any of those games. <laughs> right, but here's the thing. Arcane is such a good show. I it's, know. I'm sure it is. It is fantastic. Like, the story it's telling, it's getting so many people who aren't fans of League of Legends into that universe. It's why I'm playing Ruined King right now and really enjoying it. Um, so, like, 
it's it's why I'm interested in that universe because the story that they told there, from what I understand, is not a one for one of what the games give you. But it's a really good story with a really good compelling cast that's acted incredibly well and animated Chef's Kiss. Mm-hmm. Like so well that as long as the as long as they're honoring the source material, but at the same exact time the script is good, no one is going to care. Yeah. If the story that they're telling is compelling, yeah. no one will care. Care. Like for the last of a show. I was just, just gonna bring that up. Go for it. That one still of just seeing Joel and Ellie, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey just from behind in their flannels looking over a, a field I think it had a airplane. Yeah, crash. Like yeah. that's not in the game, but I get the vibe from it. That feels like a Last of Us kind of shot. They yeah. look like Joel and Ellie. I'm totally in. That's all I need. That's all yeah. I need. And yeah, give us subtle Easter eggs. Don't just hit us over the head with yeah. it. You know, like if they make a PUBG movie, don't hit me over the head with a frying pan with it. Yes. Um, so give like, us subtle knots. We're smart enough. Don't just, you could give us like a good example of what does fan service wrong every time with those Doom movies, which are unwatchable. Yes. Um, they're like, here's the BFG. And they like, make yeah. such a, it's like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. right, stop, yeah. stop. We don't need that. Which reminds me, maybe I'll find this freshman year of college. Uh, my my floor, my half of the floor, the boys' side of the floor, we did a first-person Doom movie clip <laughs> that I'm in for like a split second. I got to find it. I will share it in the Discord. It was, oh, uh, God, yes. Babyface Kyle. Um, oh, God, yes. You're just a scientist with a beaker. No, I, I'm. I, I believe we watched the movie with The Rock, and then we recreated one of those scenes. <laughs> I was the guy that just comes up and just yells, <laughs> and then I get shot and I fall to the floor. Um, it's also probably incredibly insensitive <laughs> with the people that were making it. I forgot, uh, but um, it's a period piece. Yeah, it's a period piece. Uh, to the Mass Effect thing, what I want from mm. that, yeah, like far as like hints go. Um, I I want to hear in the background of just like, uh, the Citadel is my favorite place. To <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, just like or 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 have nods of whoever plays Shepard do that goofy dance, goofy like at the dance. dance floor or something. Like, yeah, little nods here and there, or like an Omni Blade sitting on his shelf because I don't think that's going to be a realistic thing to be used. You know, no, they're gonna do it, and it's gonna be fucking. Cool I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. It's gonna be so cool, <laughs> Kyle. You're gonna regret saying that. Fair. Um, no, yeah, like from the Mass Effect show, I I would like I would Mass Effect One has a terrific story, and so like I would like them to honor that with a prolonged like maybe it's like a two season arc of them you know doing what they're doing with Mass Effect Two as well, like having a two season arc, and then like Mass Effect Three, you could you could literally rewrite that ish. Sure. Yeah. You know, so I think with the Mass Effect show, what I want is what. The vibe of Mass Effect is, which is like, it is the it is the best of of fantasy that that I love in, in a Star War, um, with the groundedness of Star Trek, right? So to me, I, that's what I kind of want. And I know people are gonna run with that quote because it's, I get it. Stop yelling at me, okay? I'll take it. I'll take the heat. 
But um, but yeah, that's that's what I want. I just give me the vibe of Mass Effect. The one thing is like, are they gonna do a Commander Shep or Fem Shep? I that's hope a so. question. That's a question. What if they do both? Like, what if like they're both commanders? Like, you know, like we have mm. one Commander Shepard or like a Lieutenant Shepard and one Commander Shepard or whatever. Sure. Like they could play with that a little bit. Yes. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yuna writes in. You ready for this? Ready. Hey guys, my question for this week's show is: How much skill made you really rethink going for a platinum or a game in general? I started Vice City, uh, the definitive edition. Now PlayStation Plus made a Saints Row 2 unbearable. Oh no! Mm. Uh, I'm going to 100% some. I'm going for the 100%, and some of the controls are very finicky for me. I can only use one hand due to my CP. Uh, and this made me rethink a lot of my gaming is very based on skill. So, guys, I'm curious. How much skill does it take uh, effect when doing a game? That's really important to talk about, too. As we mm -hmm. get older, um, and even, like, trophy lists... We don't talk about how accessible they are and really yeah. how inaccessible a lot of them are. Yeah. And I think that's, think. I think in a way we sometimes touch on it. Like we hate difficulty trophies. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact to play through it again or play using only this certain weapon or something like that. Not a big fan of those things. Um, yeah. But I, I think when it comes to your question, Yuna, um, I feel like if the skills are not fun, like I'm not having fun and it's a hard skilled game, I'm not going to go for it. Yeah. But if it's if it's a harder game to do, like a Returnal, I will still put that effort in because I'm having a good time doing it. If the skills make me not having a good time, then I'm, I'm going to stop. Yeah. And and that's when like like trophy lists sometimes are you know, we talked about this too on, on the road to greatness. They're like sometimes you're just going through the motions and I hate when that's a thing. I think platinum trophies should be about enjoying everything should be enjoyed when you're when you're going through for a platinum. To me it should be like um a greatest hits and it shouldn't yeah. be like you need to beat this game four times or if your hand tied behind your back with your you know leg tied <laughs> to your skull i don't know like you you shouldn't have to have all these caveats to 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 beat the game like the one thing that you talked about having to go through um you know death's door and only use the the umbrella only which the is umbrella. the weak, weakest yeah. weapon that really sucks yeah that that that's saying well take this experience and j just dull it you know yeah, so I, I totally understand. I totally understand where you're coming from, um, and like one of my friends who who does have CP as well, like there there really needs to be a way and a cheaper way to make it so that it's easier for people to game as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, my friend Adam, though, one of the greatest snipers I've I've ever seen, but just to think of the mountains he had to climb to get there. This isn't fair. I mean, that's let, all I have to say let, about that. Let's let's call out PlayStation for a second here. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call him out right now. Oh shit! You've had enough time to make a an adaptive controller. Okay. Where is the PlayStation adaptive controller? I will make 
an argument here. From what I'm aware, the adaptive controller will work on PlayStation. Okay, then I'll step back. That's fine. Yeah. Because I that's the thing that I was currently just searching. Like, does it work on PlayStation? If it does, yes, please. That's awesome that Xbox yeah. did that. But, like, PlayStation, you could also put a little of that, like, R&D money into yeah. something like that. But I do like how trophyless. We're having a really deep conversation about accessibility and trophyless. I like this. That like a trophyless for PlayStation games have gotten. I hate to say easier, but like they've gotten to the point where it's just like just play the game, have fun, and you'll you'll be able to clear out everything. You don't have to grind yeah. eighty more hours in this game. No, but there'll be like, like a couple extra collectibles to go find if you need it. Yeah, like those are those are fun. Those are fun. Yeah, yeah, those are fine. But yeah, to me, I, I do feel like there are some trophy lists where, you know, it's just like, come on, come on, let's let's knock it off here. Yeah, yeah. like any like uh, oh, Resident Evil has to be like the most inaccessible. I know the fan base will throw pitchforks at us because like you have to beat it with the knife only run in yeah. less than three hours. It's like that's yeah. ridiculous. I'm sorry, that's not fun. No. And, and like, uh, I think Capcom in general are really bad with their trophy list because, mm. like, I think Devil May Cry, for example, you have to like S rank every mission or something yeah. like that. Like, I'm not that good. No one's got time for that. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. You know what? A fantastic question. This one. This yeah. one is really freaking good. All right. Uh, Yenzoku Ryu writes in. In each of your own opinions, what is the best and worst title drop? you have ever seen in a game title drop uh okay qualifying question mm-hmm. or clarifying question good god um uh, title drop meaning like in a game when the title sequence starts or like an announcement of a game Ooh, that's a good question well l- let's do both okay. what's the what's the what's the worst announcement you've seen Take the, the, the Konami <laughs> stuff out of the way. No, no, yeah, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> the Konami this, E3. <laughs> uh, this popped into my head because I was watching. Why can't I remember his name? Mystic? Okay, YouTube? yeah. The, Mystic the, Ryan? I believe so, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing his, like, 30 Platinums in 30 Days uh, thing he does every once in a while. Yeah. And he popped out a wonder book. Book of Spells oh my thing. God. What? Whoa! What a bad title <laughs> drop that was. Uh, yeah, no, that that not great. I think when it comes to best, mm. it is hard not to think of Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, that whole trailer. Think of what is this? What first person horror game? What's going on? And then, then you get that whole sequence with that really cool music. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then you, you see that the grandma in the wheelchair kind of turn around in a shadow and it pans out to the house and it slowly fades in with a seven and then Resident Evil around it. Like, whoo, that's yeah. a really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, shout out to Last of Us Part 2. Uh, that first mm-hmm. reveal thing where it said The Last of Us and then there was a yeah. beat with the music where there's nothing and then bam part so two good. oh iconic. so good give me chills right there uh yeah. as far as in game ghost of sushima by far yeah i don't know best about worst title drops because i feel like there are some games that have great title drops like 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 with cyberpunk with keanu reeves on stage oh and then the game yes comes out. 
and it's not any of that. Yes. Uh-huh. So, like, to me, there's more, like, massive disappointments. But for the games that, like, kind of dud, they just come and they go. Yeah. Um, so, for me, I, I, I do think of, like, the best, really. And, yeah, it does it does come to mind of, like, the year of dreams where we got God of War and Spider, Spider-Man. Like, I... Yeah, I Fantastic. want. I'm going to give everyone some homework. Okay? okay, if you haven't watched that press conference in a while, go watch that press conference, and then you're going to get undepressed. And then tell me you're not feeling hype, yeah. and just like that press conference, 2016, 2017, 2016. Yeah, uh, man, what probably the best Sony conference we've ever gotten. Yeah, probably ever will. Honestly, um. Oh, and again, that same year, Kojima. Coming out on stage after a few months, with not expecting stairs. anything. Come on. And then actually showing us footage with Norman Reedus in it? Yeah. Man. You know what? I'll say, you know what the worst title drop is? Huh. PT. Because it just gave us so much freaking hope. <laughs> I mean. Who knows? Abandoned? Worst title drop? Actually, yes. <laughs> I mean, actually, yes. Talk about pissing off the entire internet and doing yeah. a bad job trying to clarify. Do we see that at Game Awards? Is are you saying this is the thing Jeff Keighley's been working? Is is this with the for thing? two and a half years? Is this when Hassan comes on, rips off the mask, and it's Kojima on <laughs> on, on video? <laughs> God help us all. God help us all. It probably, you know what? That probably is it, and I hate it. You know what? Also, kind of sucks that the voice actor of Wesker apparently straight up like ruined that Resident Evil Four is here, it's coming, and he's just like he threw out like concept art as well of Resident Evil Four remake. What? Yeah. Wait, we played that game. Wesker's in that game. Who knows? He's in this remake. But we we. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We were thinking we were going to get a little Spanish Napoleon, but yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. I want to see what they do with that remake now. That oh punk-ass kid. <laughs> or man, I don't know. Oh, God. <sighs> hope they keep it the same. <laughs> awesome Dave writes in, I don't know if I'm too late, but I don't have any questions. I just wanted to say that I hope you guys have a banger of a recording tonight. Oh, thanks, Dave. Rotten we hell. sure did. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said because I'm it's like rotten hell. <laughs> <laughs> you come in here using that verbiage with me. Yeah, we had a banger of a time, Dave. <sighs> yeah, honestly, goodness, you guys with your questions, you Very good. crushed it. Thank you all so much for writing in. And with that, Kyle, listen, it's been a long week for me. Know what you've been playing this week, because yeah, I'm we we covered it in Road to Greatness for patrons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So go over there because this week's show genuinely is a really fun time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know what? We'll, we'll tell them what we talk. What games? We won't go into detail. Okay. We did Death Store. Yeah. We talked about Halo. Yeah. We talked about Artful Escape. Yeah. Uh, I talked about Before Your Eyes. Yeah. And uh, you talked about Life is Strange. That's right. So those are the games that we were playing. Uh, those are on this month's Road to Greatness for patrons. Um, so patrons, go check that out. If you're not a patron, consider supporting us. I just got I just got a, a, a really good idea. Oh, head. yeah? Yeah. What's that idea? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no BS here. I've been thinking about getting an adaptive controller for my sister-in-law. Yeah. Life is Strange is out. Ooh. 
Maybe maybe I give her a nice little Christmas gift. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I think she's really like that. All right. With that said, that's been the trophy room this week, Kyle. And can I just say this has been an amazing show. Always is, but yes, it's, this one felt special. This one, this, this one, one's a good one. I'm not gonna lie, uh, everyone out there listening, I needed this episode. Yeah, this week's been extremely hard and yeah. difficult. Beside <laughs> being sick, yeah. Uh, so I needed this, and this definitely made me escape for a little bit. So yeah. thank you very much, Joe, for always and everything. I'm not gonna cry. I swear. No cry counter. This one. I swear to God, no. I'm not gonna cry this time. <laughs> Spotify. Uh, Spotify. What, what's something you'd like to spotlight, sir? Uh, as always, myself, Mr. K-Step on Twitter, PSN, Xbox, all the fun things. Um, also, thank you to everyone on PSN sending me nice messages about the show. Uh, yeah. I I just real notifications are not great on my PS5 for some reason. I'm just I'm getting them very late for some reason. But yeah. I appreciate you very much, and I will respond in due time. Uh, go check out all the indie game coverage I do over at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. And you can find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find the show wherever you find your podcast service of choice, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. The list goes on. We're there. And if we're not, please let us know, and we're going to fix that ASAP. And with all that said, and with all that out of the way, way uh, in two weeks, you get to know why I was so busy this week. Hell yeah. December 15th. Whew. There's announcements, y'all. There's announcements. Whew. It's going to be a good one. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, we'll see you live on December 9th for the Game Awards. You will see next week's show on the 10th. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. Vote on the Trophy Rewards. And keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Love you very much. <laughs>